Welcome to the National 5 RMPS podcast here at Stuart's Melville College with me, Mrs Crichton. And me, Mr Rylands. We're here today to talk about the topic of judgment, but if you haven't listened to the episode on sin... Stop right now. ...and go and listen to that episode first. In that episode, we talked about Rosh Hashanah and how, whilst it is the Jewish New Year, it's also the Day of Judgment. But that's not about the afterlife. It's more immediate than that. It's when God balances a good person's good deeds over the last year against their bad deeds and decides what the next year will be like for them. God records the judgment in the Book of Life, which is then slammed shut on Yom Kippur ten days later. So for some Jews, judgment is synonymous with Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. It's more about immediate judgment. The Torah certainly tends to describe more immediate reward and punishment rather than something vague and in the future. Yes, Noah's flood was rather dramatic. As was the destruction of Sodom. Even that story from Two Kings was rather immediate. Mock a bald man, get eaten by a bear. (laughs) But it's important to note that, as with many things in Judaism, there is no one understanding about judgment. Precisely. Some Jews believe that God judges each soul and decides its eternal destiny when people die. And Jews have different ideas about what punishment or reward might mean. For example, some believe that Gan Eden is a paradise after death, and some believe in a place of punishment. For some, the um, life after death will be the experience of a reunion with loved ones, or a spiritual cutting off if certain sins have been committed. Whereas others say there is no literal paradise or hell, instead the righteous experience nearness to God, or shame, depending on how well they have observed the 613 commandments. And for others, judgment is associated with the resurrection of the dead. The righteous will be rewarded by having a chance to enjoy the world to come, while the wicked will not be resurrected. So, would you say that people should be more concerned with what happens after death than their actions in this life? It really depends on what emphasis you put on the Talmud, as these beliefs have really developed as time continues. But I think it's important to note that if you do believe in a judgment at the end of your life, it's your actions in this life that will affect it, so they are interdependent. Oh, okay. So awareness of an eternal reward is certainly a powerful motivator, particularly if you recognise how short this life is compared to eternity. You don't have much time to get it right. Interesting. The Talmud likens this life to the eve before the Sabbath and the afterlife to the Sabbath, suggesting that it does have greater importance. On the other hand, I can see why Jews wouldn't be that bothered about life after death given that the Torah doesn't deal explicitly with what happens after death. Precisely why so many Jews prefer to focus on how they live in this world. It's perhaps better to deal with things that we know about with certainty. We know with certainty that we have people around us and a whole world that we need to take care of. That's motivation in itself. We don't need to focus on unknowns. And this is backed up by the fact that the 613 commandments are about faithfulness to God in the here and now, how we treat others and maintain justice. One could also point out that you should follow the mitzvot out of a love for God and because it's the right thing to do, not to get into heaven. 
I think the fact that there is such a variety of views about the afterlife in Judaism suggests it isn't a central doctrine and indicates that it really shouldn't be the focus or something that we should be worried about. Given that some Jews don't even believe in life after death, it does seem more sensible to just get on with living the life that we know exists. And that seems like a good place to finish and get on with life then. So of course, we bid you... Shalom! Shalom.